millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite Preview. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, mm. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a money quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet and Matrix Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode Oop. of AEW Dynamite. Winter is coming. Oh. Uh, how are you feeling about tonight's show? Sid? I was legitimately doing going to do a bit where I was going to go. I'm, uh, I'm excited, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely excited about this episode. The Continental Classic has done its job. And the best thing is, if you are, you know, approaching it positively, like I'm going to do for once my goddamn life, <laughs> about Dynamite, and that's it, is that. <laughs> now, tweeted this, but the mega fans will forgive me for trying to flesh this out, right? This is meant to be AEW's version of the G1. The New Japan G1 Climax, where it's a round-robin tournament, going for nothing less than some of the best matches of the year, like the most wonderful permutations and drama, and all the rest of it, right? The only problem, really, with this year's Continental Classic is that the Blue League is goaded. Yep. And the Gold League is really good sometimes. Really good sometimes. Mm, yeah. I don't think a match in the Gold League has really hit great. Swerve Mark Briscoe, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's probably... I thought was the last five minutes that were great. Mark and Mark Briscoe till the finish. Yeah. I think that was the one for me from yeah. this lot. But, like, Blue League is just goaded on top of goaded. I'm hoping, right, part of the magic of the G1 is that you just, like, it's the reason why it's mythical. It's a reason why so many outgoing WWE wrestlers to try and get a little bit of uh, buzz and conversation going instantly go, I'll do the G1. It's this mm. thing that wrestlers enter. Edge. Edge. And, nah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man never watched a G1 in his life. <laughs> Where the whole idea that place isn't the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> it's like a bit of a stakes on top of stakes deal where you can't hide. The expectation is through the roof, or at least tragically, it used to be. And back in the Halcyon days of the peak G1, it was I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I've got four matches left, I'm already knackered. Oh, hang on, Kenny's got another five. Kenny Omega's just Done match of the night, mm-hmm. right? Well, I'll embarrass myself if I don't even try and come close. I'm my competitive spirit. These people bump for a living; they want to go out there and steal it. I'm hoping that the Continental Classic continues to mirror the G1. I think some of the Blue League guys, no, the Gold League guys, the Dynamite League guys, <laughs> kind of need a bit of a kick in the arse. And I'm hoping they're, I'm hoping they're sat there, kind of stewing. In a bit of resentment, with a bit of a, a back up, knowing that basically everyone that I follow or whatever is directed almost every single bit of praise at the Collision League. And I'm hoping the Dynamite guys think, you know what? Nah, I'm, I need to get some of that wonderful acclaim for myself. That's why the wrestlers do it. Some mm-hmm. of them are better at disguising it than others, Dax Howard. <laughs> uh, but they all want it. They all want it. So I'm hoping... Mox and Swerve particularly will be 
desperate to work one another, right? I've got a little story about Mox and Swerve, which I'll tell you after this take. <laughs> I was hoping that they realize, you know what? I can't have this. That professional pride mm. and resentment has kind of gotten to that they're getting all the praise on Saturdays and Mox and Swerve in particular will be bang up for, you know what, we'll just devil Fergie time this. The <laughs> last minute we'll get all the praise directed towards us. If you weren't any more excited about Mox and Swerve, and that will act as a segue to uh, color commentary from my esteemed colleague who I know is very excited about this, right? Mox didn't realize that Swerve Strickland was kill shot when he first turned up in AEW. Oh, yeah. Right? No, he, yeah, he, 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 was, was, he, was, he definitely was. He definitely was. <laughs> and he was like, you know the same reaction he had when he thought that Demetrius Johnson <laughs> and Kenny Omega were having a match on hey, Dynamite? Mouse, yeah. What? <laughs> he had that, what? You kill shot. Because it might shock you. You're sitting down, you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. might shock you to know that kill shot versus AR Fox from Lucha Underground was one of John Moxley's favorite matches. Really? Ah, because yeah. it was just disgustingly violent. And he's buzzing that kill shot walked into his locker room. So you're thinking, like, kill shot was his like, favorite. Yeah. He must be desperate to work Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland obviously would be desperate to work Mox because it's basically. Big time, mm -hmm. yeah. Big time stuff against uh, you know the ace of the universe. I'm incredibly excited about this match, and I know you are too, Hamlet. Can I wait? Most excited I've been for an AW match since Wembley. Like wow. this is, I want build sometimes more than I want the match. Realistically, I've seen enough wrestling where it hasn't lived up to the anticipation, but the anticipation doesn't have to fail. Like they can sell me a like, sell me a lie, and then the match sell me work. those lies, right? <laughs> and ultimately, like it's down at the wrestlers, and sometimes it just doesn't click. But I feel like this will, which only ramps up the anticipation, and the stakes upon stakes upon stakes here are points. But it's a six pointer, some might say a six pointer. Not really, because that's more applied to the bottom of the yeah, league. but top but of the league six pointer. Then it's certainly a six pointer in terms of pride, because like somebody's oh has got to go, even if they draw. Like, they're not going to... One of them is not going to have a maximum record, at least, after this, even if they book the draw. Yeah, someone's <gasps> has got to go. Yeah. Indeed. And uh, and that's... The <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and that's, like, in terms of Swerve especially... He's looking for buttons that end in O, guys, <laughs> just so you know. Go on, you can find it. It's a... Have you got anything in mind, or are you just sort no, of... No, I'm just looking. Looking. Yeah, He's yeah. literally looking for buttons that end in O. For using the menu, just in case. Someone's... Oh. Oh, it's got to go. Someone's. Um, wait there. Someone. <laughs> Someone's. No! No, no, no! Has got to go. Someone's no, 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 no. Yeah. Has got to go. Someone's. Good to go. <laughs> Shut up. I can't feel like yeah. trivialize this big match. Checking out my hand is a six pointer. <laughs> <laughs> but I swore it was only for three. <laughs> you know what else has got? You know what else Jeff got? Wagner. Six points, two triangles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for this match. It's uh yes, it's better than triangular. <laughs> it's uh it's a reminder. A glimpse of what could have been for me. I, like I know people don't always want you to beat this drum. If AW would never got rid of the rankings, mm. yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, someone's <laughs> has got to go. Someone's on my has got to go. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> has got to go. <laughs> someone's <laughs> says my real quickly. Yeah, that, that tweeted about stakes. You've read the tweet. We're done. Stakes out the ass. Buttons have killed it. Doctor Buttons has killed Doctor Buttons. <laughs> Hang on, someone's <laughs> has got to go. Doctor, I uh, woke up, cold sweat, blind panic, uh, and I was extremely nervous because in my sort of, when I closed my eyes, all I could see was people playing hard in the paint. I can diagnose you for that one. Oh, good. So, uh, you may assume the fear and what have you there is paranoia. Mm -hmm. um, that's not the case. It's the Usos. Thank you. Who do you think wins, Sige? Dr. Buttons. 
always wins in the end. There's a meme going round. Ever heard of it? <laughs> you seen this? You heard about this? Uh, where basically overtaking, I think, because he's since received the award for um, Outstanding Actor or whatever they call it. So um, replacing Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. I think the latest take is that Bradley Cooper is the one who is now absolutely desperate to win an Oscar ah. and an Academy Award, right, for his contributions to cinema, okay? Yeah. But going off contributions to cinema, Dr. Buttons, the person who isn't getting robbed, it's not Bradley Cooper. Am I being paranoid? It's not Bradley Cooper. The Usos do cinema. <laughs> no. oh, I just want to get. I just want to get in there. I just want to get in there. You fucking think? He fed you the word. I'm so confused. So many gimmicks. You dumbass. We're on Doctor Buttons. I now. thought we were talking about who was going to win the match. Oh, we moved on from that age again. We moved on from that when you started. Got, I hope you got to win because I, I booked Swerve, but that was when I thought they were doing a doing a bit where the winner of Gold League faces the runner up of the Blue League. But I'm right in thinking they're, they they're redoing. It's first, first versus second in the leagues, and then so there's no overlap until no. the final itself. I so I'm so into this that I've got that proper. Oh, wrestling's real, and I hate John Moxley now, so I want Swerve to win because he's on the come up. I've got like I feel like I've got personal investment in this because I'm tracking somebody's career and I'm kind of bored of the yeah, you're gay. But Sid has booked a better outcome where Moxley wins, so I'm gonna like sit on the fence and go for the draw. I think the first Ooh, they've, yeah. saved, they've saved a draw up, and I'll take that one as a result. Keep me right. The top. Two of the six in the respective leagues face each other. Yes. 50-50. Swerve marks final, if you look at the points. Yeah. Like the group final, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swerve wins this, and you're thinking, well, time to strap up Swerve, belt him up. Yeah. Get that rocket on him. And then in the final, oh, you joking. You kind of beat him twice. It's 50-50, but Mox has won the final, the one that really counts more, unfortunately, even though they're on the exact same points and all the rest of it. Moxley, and I'll keep saying this until it happens, or it doesn't, Moxley advances to face Blue League finalist Eddie Kingston, mm -hmm. World's End, New York, Heat, because Mox wins the whole thing as a heel because they've very... I know Jay White's cheated once, but they've otherwise, and people have gone after Danielson's eye, but it's kind of more all's fair in love and war rather than, oh my God, there's been interference mm -hmm. again. Mox and Eddie have a Brett Owen WrestleMania 10 adjacent match mm -hmm. where Eddie's like, right, I'll fight you fair. I'll hit you hard, but you know, I'll hit you fairly. And Mox will have that pretense, and then he's like, right. Eddie's kind of kicking my ass, and you know, I'm the I'm the superstar. I'm the one who made it. Let's stay in your lane, Eddie. You're my mate. I'm not your mate. And then Mox cheats to win. Swerve versus, uh, and then somehow, well, Eddie and Mox then have this blood feud, mm -hmm. and then mirroring the event. I've said this a million times. Mm. This is one more time. It's not even the last time. <laughs> mirroring. The Revolution 2021 post-match, at some point, a redeemed babyface Mox who needs to break free from the Blackpool Combat Club and stop being Bob Holly and just be the babyface that everyone <laughs> knows because no one can bring themselves to boo him, really. And it just, if anything, it's just kind of disinterest is, is, the, is the way there. Um, in a mirror of that, at some point, in some other angle, I'm not booed yet, I'm not paid to do that, <laughs> um, Mox atones, saves Kingston, cementing the baby face turn and swerve in the meantime has become your new AEW world champion and has a big pay-per-view number three texas death it's the only gimmick match that they could work together at this point mm -hmm. mox is synonymous with great ones swerve has had the best one of the lot with hangman that's how i would book things that'd be my top program for the rest of the year i like that i do like that I like that as well. And looking at the the matches for tonight as well, you know, it's it's weird, obviously, because you've got Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe already eliminated. So you could pitch, you know, a surprise win. But I just realized if you book Moxley to lose here, his final match is against a man who would also be on nine points in Jay Watt. 
if, yeah. he, if he wins tonight. So that That's makes mm-hmm. things really interesting. Oh, so Mox, if Mox wins tonight, he has to have that. No, if Swerve. if Swerve wins tonight, that's Mox that's and Jay That's why I booked Swerve to so win. basically, winner finishes second in the group, potentially. Well, yeah. not second, but winner, like, winner advances. Swerve's got to face Roosh. He's still got to go oh there my and get Yeah, that match will kick it. He's got to go to Roosh and get something. Yeah. yeah. You, they, you know, they're still fighting for this league. The pr- who would that leave? Oh, is that Mark and Jay Briscoe in the last match? Uh, sorry, Mark and Jay Lethal. Yes. So Mark Briscoe's got to fight his old mate just to try and get three points on the board. Otherwise, he gets a goose egg. Yeah. That's quite nice, too. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Like, again... Could have been worse, and you have to eliminate someone. Yep. So no, maybe that's I like... Bit, maybe I was a bit unkind the other week when I said... they've Maybe they've not quite thought about all the middle bits, but they've certainly thought about that last week and who needs to be where. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a pretty good dynamite if that's where we're at. I think sort of think that a little bit about um, Jay White now as well, because it's almost like... I know we're like talking about a different match here, but Jay White and Mark Briscoe, theoretically with nothing to play for, is just extra cruel. If Jay White does his usual, like, half cheating, half just really cynical counter-based stuff, just to, like, I know he's still in it, but just to really kind of like kick Mark Briscoe when he's down. I think like Jay White's the perfect wrestler this week to leave Mark Briscoe still on zero. Mm. It's uh, a ridiculous idea. I don't know how wrestling would ever do this, right? You know, final day in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. More football stuff, guys. I hope yeah. you like soccer. <laughs> Could a promotion ever... And I know AEW couldn't do this at this point. They can barely draw gates for collision as a second show. Ever do a tournament like this and screen two of the matches at the exact same time? They have done it once in WWE. Ah, the, the, the king of sports. Yeah, indeed, the OGs. <laughs> um, for some reason, I don't know why they even did this. When in 92... When Money Inc. beat the Natural Disasters for the belts, it was on an episode of Challenge, but they aired it on Superstars, and they had it like, oh, it's happening now, actually. So you had, like, Gorilla and Bobby on Challenge commentary, and Vince and Jerry Lawler, maybe? I can't, Vince and Mr. Perfect, I think, on Superstars commentary, and they were square, square. Well, we're going to have to go back to Challenge now, because the belts are on the line, and they have the title match, and I think, like, because it was all to do with Jimmy Hart screwing the nasty boys out of the title show. No knowledge of this. Yeah, like, and it's very weird to see, like, a show within a show. It's as mm. if, like, for some reason, there was a taping snafu, and Raw yeah. and SmackDown take place on the same night, but they actually play, like, mm. there's no logical reason to do it other than probably politics and it being that period in WWE yeah. where somebody had just been suspended off fire yes. or something. But like, that's how it plays out and it's very really strange. Two live tournament matches happening concurrently so that, and like, obviously ring the bell at the exact same time have, I don't know, for this, Tony Khan speaking to Paul Turner and like Stefan Smith mm. and saying, right, okay, three-way communication, do like, right, do a near fall spot in the next 10 seconds so they can almost like sync up. I'm like, it might be stupid this. Is this a bit Jeff Hardy? No, 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 Wrestling Soccer Saturday where there's three of us in the studio watching screens and it's well, like, I'm going to have to go back to Sidgwick. There's uh, there's been an earfall in the match at at, like Grand Slam or something like that. Because they sort of do it right now with the the Champions League, the final group games all have to kick off at the right same time because then you don't know what result you need. Oh, yeah, they do, they do, they do. You don't know what result you need in your group. Like last night, United could have gone through. World Cups to do it. We got... uh, we got relegated by that as a result, and there's been this weird hatred for Coventry at the same time. <laughs> Jimmy Hill delayed a kickoff uh, by 15 minutes. We got beat, and he was like, uh, by the way, Sunderland have lost, so you two need to draw to both stay up. And the two, I think it was Coventry and Northampton, maybe. Before I was born, kicked the ball to each other. My dad despises Jimmy Hill to the day he died, yeah. and Coventry as a result of that, because the two teams did just play out a nil-nil draw. That's what you would do, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was like, and that's, but that's why... Sneaking last minute score a winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's always banter with you, innit? <laughs> Screaming in the team's face. La, 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 la. <laughs> so we go Roosh over Jay Lethal. Yeah, Jay White over Mark Briscoe. Jay White over Mark Briscoe. Yes. Jay White, Mark Briscoe have had a great match on TV already. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that sequel. And I'll be with Mark Briscoe mm-hmm. because I love him. He's got that. Even without, even stripped of the framework of rankings or the round robin points, like every win and loss that he has matters because mm-hmm. I think he's great. Um, Roosh versus Jay Lethal, pretty dull, if I'm being honest, um, as a prospect, because I'm not being funny, it's Jay Lethal. He's a man who, he's come here to do two things, right? He has come to that Continental Classic, 
to chew bubble gum and work gentlemen's threes, <laughs> and he is all out of bubble gum. Yeah. But Roosh could chop him really, really hard and whack an extra half a star on it, provided there ain't too much chopping. I got um, a bit of... I ain't been pedantic backlash for a mm. tweet I made last week of too many chops in the Continental Classic, like loads of chops. And I just said, I want to see fewer chops. Don't don't end chops forever. Mm. Why Michael would I, says ban the chop. And uh, why would I want Roosh to not chop people? Yeah. Why would I want Eddie Kingston to not chop people? I just want to see fewer Because ch- it's supposed to be a work, Michael. It's That's all Ric Flair did. Oh, I was when you were recording the SmackDown review on Monday. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Oh, we were crossing the Preview on Friday, maybe? Preview on Friday. I needed to f- say what I need to see what Bret Hart wrote about the um, Davy Boy and the Warrior buying HGH from a dodgy UK doctor, just so I can say Bret wrote in yeah. his book. <laughs> I'm not saying it, but you know, Bret did. And I treated myself to me and Hamlet have got a game I that remember. we play in the office, right? I don't know if we've told the listeners this, but um, the Bret Hart Hitman, my uh, real life in the cartoon world of professional that's, wrestling. That's not about forever. Yeah. It is. Um, Hamlet's got his copy on his desk. Every now and then, if it's like getting to about three quarter past, just need a little pop. Mm. You know all about this. You need a little pop. Just get yourself through the afternoon a bit. Random Brettism. Yeah. <laughs> like, who has he made cry with his brilliance? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. It was, yep, yep, Savio Vega. <laughs> and, ah. Uh, <laughs> Earthquake's crying again. <laughs> and I, uh, I, so I needed that quote. So I was like, get close to SummerSlam 92, mm-hmm. get to that bit, blah, 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 blah. And um, I, I was just like reading it for the Brettisms. And <laughs> talking about like the match with Davey Boy. So I even had to tell this dumb crackhead lug what facial expressions to pull at the right times because he didn't know how to do anything. And like just described, who was the referee in that match? Oh, uh, Joey Morella, maybe? It was Joey Morella. Yeah. That points out, uh, that sticks out because like, even Joey Morella throughout the match was going, Holy, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know, Joey. Superplex and all the rest of it. Why was I talking about that again? Because uh, Brett just like undermines all of Ric Flair's work, but yeah. especially the chops. He was he just thought like he, he relies on chops and it's real. You loser. Yeah, like that hurt me. And every time I every time I go in that ring, I never hurt anybody. I didn't hurt anybody. Ric Flair hurt me every time we were out there. Right. And, and you're right, Brett. Yeah, the noise is it's not good, but you're right. <laughs> the noise is awesome, especially when Roosh just goes like this. Huh? <laughs> I want to see fewer chops. The, oh, uh, and I got in there. It was, uh, just being pedantic. It was a really good dynamite. It was good. It wasn't really good. <laughs> Tonight's going to be really good. Yes. I'm, hopefully, they'll show you what. But just, there's going to be a lot of chops. And I've forgotten what an AEW match looks like without chops. That's mm. another. So, one league's considerably better than the other. And again, half the problem with AEW is like it's the nicest possible criticism you could ever levy at a wrestling promotion. You know, the problem with their all elite wrestling is, guys, it's too good. Yeah, <laughs> because like you're not all the, the wrestling's all elite. Yeah, some of it needs to not be. Yeah, because like I'm not being funny. This year on TV, we've seen the Moxley Omega Cage match. We've seen Omega versus El Hijo del Vikingo. We have seen Danielson versus Roosh. Um, nothing's cracked that mm. in this Continental Classic. Um, so that's one problem. The other one is one league's better than the other. And the other <laughs> is that it's a bit homogenized in terms of the action. Um, mm. So many chops in this Continental Classic. I just want to say fewer chops. Does it annoy you uh, when, like, this dynamite, dynamite like this comes along, and if it goes to plan, it'll be sensational. That I know you're not the sort of person, aside from with proper bellends, that would quote tweet someone from three weeks ago and say, oh, remember when you said this? But Maybe two or three you? years ago, but yeah, not yeah. anymore. But does it annoy you that that when you say, there you go, there's a really good dynamite, yeah. that some the people, same people who were there going, oh, this, last week's dynamite was great. You'd be like, no, no, look, let's compare the two and analyse this. That annoys me. What annoys me more, Wilborn, is uh, <laughs> dynamite's back. You're a mascot. The promotion. Yeah. You never thought it went away. It's like that Mean Girls meme. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you agree? <laughs> um, oh, so you agree? Um, if it's back, that yeah, that must have mean it fell off and has returned to form. Oh, so you agree? Yeah. 
There was a lot Engagement of Engagement account. There was a load of it from the WWE ones in sort of like October 2022. Oh my God, it, where was, it was just like I can't believe how much WWE has changed. It's amazing. Wait a minute. I've, like, I've seen your tweets the last six or seven years when it's been the worst it's ever been. You're telling me every week it's double treble go. Pulled yeah. yeah. <laughs> off. All right. Ridiculous. But no, uh, Continental Classic looks like it kicks ass. And even in the two Gold League matches that aren't Mox Swerve, there is a level of investment because of two individual performers. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And they've drafted in a Blue League match for tonight's Dynamite. Does that mean uh, it's weird, this? There must... Sorry, go on. I'm stepping on your dick. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Brody King, undefeated Brody King, uh, taking on Andrade El Idolo. A lot of your thigh on my foot at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> do, you get, do you get it? There must be some kind of scheduling uh, snafu. Mm. What a word. Because... Collision, they don't do the best job, or at least the most uh, passionate, attentive job of filling that card up most Saturdays. You know what I mean? There's a lot of inaction. Um, Pre-Continental Classic, there was a lot of stick 10 minutes on this main, eva- uh, main event. What was the worst event for that? Yeah, what was, the, uh, what was that? It was... I think it was Claudio Nuta versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, how long is Nuta getting the heat here? I was like, I was timing it on my phone. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ, get on with it! Because they don't really fill the time on Collision particularly well or with much enthusiasm or originality. So why are they chopping off their nose to spite their face here? Is something going to go to a draw? I, I think I know why. I've just done some math, some basic math. So they have to have the semi-finals on the 27th. That's only actually one dynamite left. So we've now only got... And they've got a match to catch up because of Andrade and Brian's yeah. So I think now with Collige and Dynamite, it's just going to be get them all in, get them all finished because by... Uh, it won't even be a week Saturday because that'll be around holidays time. So I'm assuming they'll be pre-taping something. You pretty much need your finished leagues by next weekend. So there's no time so to prob- waste. So Bra- Brody and Andrade are probably still going to work... Collision this week. I would guess. I'll take everyone maybe. in the leagues to four. Yeah, and oh, that right, gives you yeah. like that last week to settle things. So out. it's all scheduling. Um, I, I Brody versus Andrade Alidolo. Are they both on six? Yeah, you you could say. I suppose someone's <laughs> has got to go. <laughs> um, I hope Andrade's has got to go personally because I love the idea of Brody King just being right right up there, like right up there. Um, maybe even doing. Um. Eddie versus Brody King 2. So that match was unbelievable. Undefeated Brody. That's the Blue League final for me. Oh. Mad King versus the Bad King. Yes. And uh, nobody's beaten him yet, and Eddie Kingston does, because that's how much he wants to retain his belts. Yes. Yeah. I, I would, personal preference as well. Like I just want Brody King to go over Andrade. Andrade. The, to be honest, in an indirect way, I mean, this match should be really, really good. Like, really, really good. The, the face heel dynamic is a bit funny, and we've seen in this Continental Classic this sort of kind of detached. I'm watching the wrestling and they're hitting each other hard. I don't know what to do. 
re- reaction in the crowds. So I'm hoping to go with Brody King. Mm. Personal preference, Brody King's amazing. He works a different style that I'm not completely bored of, whereas Andrade works a kind of a similar, I can submit you, I can do strikes, I can do flips. So that hybrid stuff, that is just so played out for me personally. Um, but I will be really invested in the outcome here because obviously they're both on six. I love the idea, and I can see them going with, Jesus Christ, not only is Brody King on however many points, the maximum, mine's massive. How are you going to beat him? Mm. Classic, this guy's massive, and he wins a lot. How the hell do you beat him? It ain't made of plastic. It ain't made out of plastic. <laughs> so that's great booking. Right, the most simple, basic stuff done well. But at the So I'm thinking, all right, I can buy Brody King winning this for that reason. That was simple of booking practice. I can also buy Andrade winning because... To even enter the tournament in the first place, giving, given that, you know, he believes himself to be a huge star at a certain level. He's not the type of performer who's going to go, what is it, six points out of a possible 15? 15, yeah. yeah, that doesn't work for me. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'll get somebody else in the tournament. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, because Tony Khan just likes to sign and keep a hold of everyone, and the last thing politically, even though I think it's a good idea personally, I'm not a businessman, to go, right, okay, if Andrade goes, I just get more room to play with and I get more focus on other wrestlers, which is badly needed in AEW. I don't think Tony Khan thinks like that. I think that if he lets go of Andrade willingly or if he can't convince him to resign, it's a bit of, it's yet another L he could potentially take if Triple H does something big with Andrade and really gets him over. It's like, Jesus Christ, Tony can't stop taking L's. So on that basis, basically the politics are elevating the stakes of this match for mm. me as much as the idea of a good match or booking. Because you think Andrade, maybe even as a little, uh, put you on 12, 9 or 12 points and you win the majority of your matches and you get loads of matches and you get like this. Yeah, you're 3 and 2, yeah. Yeah. So either politics as much as anything else is going to drive my uh, influ- uh, my investment in the result. And there's talk today, of course, of... I uh, go personally. Nick Nemeth joining... Why? And becoming uh, CJ Perry's latest client. Uh, Why would you do that? They've done that before. Thumbnails and it sucked. Thumbnails them necking on through massive YouTube numbers, maybe. Like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I've, got another, I've got another explanation, mate. Um, he's a wrestler. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. And, and a bloke. That's right. So Tony <laughs> Connell want to sign him. Fine space. That um, Andrade Brian match was pretty economical booking because really it wasn't so much about Andrade getting the win as it was Brian getting a loss, wasn't it? Like Brian was never going to win this tournament. He's just not. We talk about it with the with the belt, so let alone this tournament. He was never going to win the tournament. He was probably never going to. At best, he makes the group final, but I don't even think he does that. I, I hope know. this. Go on. I think Brody King and Eddie Kingston is it. Because so Andrade, of course, targeted his... Hi! Yep. That's right, Dr. Buttons. And uh, he... Uh, I train of thought is uh, rode out the station. <laughs> he does that, doesn't he? Yeah. He drives you away. That's what Adam Wilborn, Dr. Buttons does. That was it. Danielson, um, now with a big injury, can go on a bit of a losing streak that feels credible because he's given people a target. Like, if only Garcia had wrestled him after he'd injured his eye. Like, you know, I had yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the re-injured eye. Um, but it's too late for Danny Garcia, but it's not for everybody else to now pick up their wins on Brian. So it was more for that, and Andrade got to be the first beneficiary because, yeah, he loses here. He, like, his match, whenever that is, is Miro, isn't it? It's not this tournament. It's not. I'd, if I was put money on this, I'd put money on Andrade. To win this? I mean, I wouldn't want to see that result, no, no, but that's I what I, that's I, think, I see it I going. I Brody's running the table. I think the only defeat he suffers is the league final. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Absolutely love to see. I was going to say something else, but he drove us away. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope the fact that Mox, Danielson, and Claudio, Claudio, Claudio <laughs> are all in this tournament yeah. has ramifications on the BCC. Yeah, I think Claudio is going um, to yeah, be pushed into brutalizing Danielson's eye. And it becomes the beginning of the end of the group because uppercut, European uppercuts, that eye, all that sort, all over. that sort of stuff. Oh my God. Like Danielson sells halfway through that his balance is off because of his eye, and he's looking a bit dizzy. And Claudio's like, "Right, you are then swing," <laughs> and he just swings him for ages. And it's like this is I the one left five minutes remaining. Okay, swing around. This is the one thing I didn't want to happen, and he's just yeah. Like Claudio really, really punishes the injury. Danielson himself 
knocks his equilibrium out and aye, the beginning of the end. They've got that match that they're going to lose at final battle, haven't they, as well? So that's going to be a big L they've got to carry around. The it feels like, I hope, I'm praying that this is yeah. the end of the BCC. Mark Briscoe has not FTR, worked. isn't it? Has not worked, and it's about, it's not as if it hasn't worked, but think of what you could have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the past 18 months, Danielson and Mox just being single stars and doing single star stuff yeah. when they've been at their absolute best, incidentally. Uh, speaking of coming back from injury, Roderick Strong uh, is now out of his wheelchair and he's taken on a returning Hangman Page back in action for the first time since full gear tonight. Oh my God. This match is going to kick ass. Yeah. This match is going to be brutal, physical, with just the body as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Aye. This match is going to kill it. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And if you look away, I mean, it's just going to be, you know, a back and forth, super physical bomb fest. I don't think it's going to be anything more sophisticated or adventurous than that, but it's going to be awesome for what it is. And to the hardest hitters with like absolutely amazing engines. It's going to be class. Because if you consider the way that Tony Khan books, he will do the odd fixture-looking match. But when people are in either a direct storyline or a picture or like, a, a, you know, part of the web, you must pay strict attention. The fact that Hamman Page had that interaction with MGF last week, mm. and now he's wrestling someone who is very close on the spider web to MGF is like that. What didn't feel like a oh, we'll do that in six months, but we'll do yeah. a cool little tease for it. Is the, the the belt lingers in the background all of a sudden in this otherwise random arrangement of wrestlers? Yeah, they are. The title is yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Like I'm really excited by this. Feels like uh, I like Hangman Page's explanation for why he was off last week. That's a little explanation. Well, yeah, sorry, that did sound patronising. I guess, like, it was still... Getting hit with a cinder block. Still a case of lampshading, wasn't it? Because they know, they hear the criticisms. Oh, there's Paige gone again for a month or whatever with no reason. There's your reason. A really credible one. Puts over the severity of the match. Reminds you that him and Swerve now will never be over. There'll always be, like, sort of bad blood between those two. And this is a perfect... Like, it's a perfect exhibition of what Hangman Page can do. Or oh. it's an exhibition of what Roderick Strong does to him because Hangman Page hasn't got it anymore. Like, does he go on a bit of a... Not, I'm not calling for a reboot of the Anxious Millennial Cowboy. If anything, and I know this sounds a bit cruel, but they went on such a, like... I don't know, they really explored mental health in a way that pro wrestling hadn't before. And I wonder if it's worth exploring how somebody either kicks out of their some of their problems in life or submits to them. Hangman Page has not shaken off the cloud he that he spoke of when he was feuding with Swerve. He's lost the big match. He's gotten nowhere near back to the AW title. So you can very credibly tell a story of, right, I'm not pitching a heel turn, but does he, I don't know, like embrace a darker side following yet more defeats? Does he look at the landscape and just like, last week I saw somebody observing the fact that he was almost like Moxley-esque with his like slick back hair and his leather jacket and just looking a bit more like a badass. And it's like, that badass just taught some kids about <laughs> mental health. It's like, so you can still be that. You yeah. can still be the, the guy that we all saw like, win the title and apparently like become centered. But I'm quite interested. If they keep it focused and keep him regular, because surely there's objective evidence now that this character is better when he's just at least present every week. I'm quite it fascinated. Helps. Yeah, I'm quite fascinated by where this character goes. I think it's the most interesting we have the potential to get out of Hangman Page from a storyline point of view in a long time. And it do, and uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing if he gets beat here. It's a big win for out of the wheelchair and kicking ass, Roderick Strong. That everybody just like seems to want so much, even though you can sometimes get a bit of both. Yeah. Trying to remember, I was like, Hangman Page got a bit of a legacy at winner is coming, hasn't he? And then I was like, Oh yeah, he went an hour to Danielson. Oh my god, that goddamn match. Well, see, he's done something else at Winter is Coming. I or maybe it's just that where I can picture his face on those cool yeah. graphics that they don't make anymore. I think it was on the first one. Little cad. Mox Omega was the big, obviously, first yeah. Winter is Coming. It was MGF Stark. Oh, MGF Stark? Last year. Oh, man. Saw that as like a rematch in a year's time. It's been a weird year. Uh, they're both doing all right. They're both doing okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, doesn't feel like a big TV special. Maybe that's because of the pay-per-views. Or it, it is that, isn't it? Yeah. This felt like it would have yeah. been one of the pay-per-views, yeah. and it hasn't. So It's stigmatized as a TV now. You can't get people to pay right. for it. It's economics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, oh. uh, and marketing. 
You know, you were saying how this is AEW's G1. I'm going to circle all the way back to this because I remember this a dumbass joke. Hamlet uh, remembers a gag. They uh, call it a G2. You know why? Because it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> oh my and god! It's oh not my the god! One. I think he did like a, a media call, Tony Khan, and uh, John Pollock from the wonderful Post Wrestling um, did the whole. Tweet thread of yeah. recapping. Yeah. I was going to call him the best journalist in the biz, but I'm sat next to him now, so it's second. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I can't remember what Tony Khan was in, talking about like, in reference to, but the quote was, Tony says, it's great. Does that, does, that sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it when you next talk. Did he know what he was tweeting? Just keep talking. I can't remember, but I'm going to find it. Um, we're going to hear from... I'm just going to mention the MJF devil stuff now mm. um, around the Hangman Page, Roddy Strong stuff. We are going to hear from Samoa Joe tonight. I don't know if we're going to get anything from MJF. Obviously, he was attacked last week. Any developments you reckon with that in terms of who it was who clobbered him with a bottle? Considering there's a lot of in-ring stuff and MJF is presumably on the media circuit for the Iron Claw. We saw him at the Premier League this week. yeah. Maybe this is a nice opportunity. Jan Cena. That's right. Maybe it's a nice opportunity for them to feed the storyline of him being injured and taken out. I can't be the devil. I, I was attacked by the devil. It can't possibly be me. So, and Samoa Joe is thinking, like, normally, every week I come to work and my job is to watch your back, Max. I don't need to do that this week and I can take care of myself, thanks very much. And then the devil's reject strike. Oh. Like, they tried to, if you remember, like, the, there was that picture on AEW's website, no less, yes. of a guy, like, in a morph suit. I'm like, get in the ring. And then he didn't. But, yeah, so maybe Joe falls afoul of... The year was Regex. Whilst he's doing a bit of detective work. Yes. I hope beyond like hope. a Columbo jacket. Sherlock Jones. Very nice. I hope beyond hope that they just keep the the light show to a minimum. Mm. That the really I'd love an update from the tech team. I wouldn't. Imagine that. Like well, a few weeks ago we asked for what's going on with the hacker and we've actually done a bit of digging and we've got somebody's IP address. And it's traced to MJF's uh, phone. <laughs> and he's not there to defend himself. What are you going to say? It's got someone's IP yeah, address. Yeah, yeah, I don't want anything to do with that. I know someone's IP address and it's uh, William Regal. I pay all the time. <laughs> yeah, no. I hope beyond hope that the presence of the devil, which they have to commit to at this point, is less presented in a less cringeworthy way. <laughs> the devil in action. This, like, just a brief flash on the Titan Toronto, right? You're still there, and at World's End, or I'll reveal myself at World's End or something. Mm. Just like, yeah, he's still there. He's not doing anything lame, but he's still there. And when it's revealed, it's not going to be the devil. He's going to be like, I don't know, Kyle O'Reilly, just leading a gang or being in a gang with an undisputed era or whatever. Just, as soon as the reveal happens, get rid of that mask forever. Like, I mean, it's, it, was, it used to be a cool looking mask. Yeah. When MGF came out in it, especially for Wembo. Um, but I, I hope anything with the devil at this point is sort of presented in the most minimum background deep, still here, and I'm going to reveal myself at World's End, see you later, guys, kind of way, because it's just, it's again, it just looks so TNA. It looks presentation-wise, aesthetic-wise, so rinky-dink. That's the last thing you need optics-wise against this absolute juggernaut WWE. And in general... I want the devil to be, you know, you have to do it, but just uh, to the side a little bit. <laughs> Between now and April, AW is absolutely double fed. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely double fed in terms of, I mean, I, even it was hot and great. Like two weeks after, you know, they had the wins over Raw and it never really happened again. Mm. Even like the Revolution 2022, the idea of them overtaking Raw by that point was just totally in the rear view. Yeah. But it was still like this absolutely incredible product that everyone was buzzing about. One of the best stories of all time, really, in CM Punk versus MGF. I don't think they can reach that level or get conversation or buzz with WWE being this big and this much of a juggernaut and stealing conversation. Mm around WWE do the fan servicey thing the trying you know restore the feeling thing without like show not tell yeah just basically do more continental classic adjacent stuff more simple basic pure AW stuff of whatever that means anymore from now until April quietly build that trust 
because you're not going to get anyone else to watch. You're only going to repel fans by doing wacky, rubbish stuff. Like, continue this trend of, we kind of know what the problems are, and we're going to quietly go about remedying them because you can't do anything until April. Like, Royal Rumble, Punk's return, Elimination Chamber, two nights of WrestleMania, Punk and Cody from AEW are going to win the belt. Like you're, you're knackered until then. You are well, absolutely knackered. So just start to do like, do the slow rebuild now. Yeah. Earn the trust now, and then you can really capitalize by getting people enthused and engaged and overwhelmingly positive. And who knows, that could trick, that could filter in the atmosphere, maybe even the attendances. Keep it simple, stupid for six months, for five months. All in 2018 took place in what was traditionally WWE's worst business period of the year. And they knew they could do that. And now it's it's still the case, even with Wembley. So, yeah, like, occupy the spots that are yours rather than worrying about taking yeah, theirs. Yeah. WWE's is traditionally this, as you say, that January to April A, a quiet, rebuild, slow gaining of trust yeah. for the next five months. Don't do any big swings. Um, I was going to say, by the way, talking about the devil, I was going to say, oh, devil, hell, winter is coming. And then I was be like, hell's frozen over. And I was like, oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> one thing you don't say. Khan discusses the ROH library and puts it over the quality of the ROH product. Said there have been a lot of interested parties pertaining to, you know, um, a TV deal and did have a visit with the CW at the Kia Forum last year and it... It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Time to play the game! Did it, did it, did it, complete the Tony Khan quote. The meeting with the CW at the Kia Forum last year, and it went great. Correct. <laughs> Except it didn't, because you didn't get ROH on the station. One last pitch for Joe. Probably was going to, then they saw and they seen like, that's good, so. Yeah. One last pitch for Joe. Go on. So, you know, he's walking out the ring, you know, and he's you know, flanked by four security guards, and he's about to palm one out the way like he did against MJF, and he remembers, and he goes... Not look at the trouble that's caused me with MJF eventually. Look what I've created. Created this monster. So you just, I'm not going to pile you out of the way tonight, security guard. So just keep on walking. Lights go off. Lights come back on. Joe's still walking. They're not security guards anymore. They're the devil's rejects. And they beat, him, they beat him down. And he's like, shut up. He just keeps walking, doesn't realize. You're an absolute fed brained knacker. That's made the baby face look like an asshole. That's a fed way. I can't wait for the payoff. Man. Not anymore. Carla, Carla Riley putting off a mask. It's Carla Riley. <laughs> I'll take that. I, just, I, I think, obviously, it's all more about the story. It's funny. The Wardlow's under the mask. He spotted his boots. Like, it's, it's Wardlow. He's one of them. Uh, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, if anything. Like, what's, what's going on there? Big stable. Big new stuff. I like it. If there's another devil. Wait a second. That's just three giraffes piled on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them ideas, well, one. Yeah, let's get serious. Um, what do you reckon is happening with uh, Christian Cage and Nick Wayne's moi this week? Full sex. You're going to propose? He's going to take it to Sandals, Jamaica. Is it a we here from deal? No, nothing. I've just made it up because I love Oh, uh, no, we'll get like, they should, like... Holiday photo just wanted, rubbing suntan just, lotion. You know how before you just wanted a button that ended in O? Yeah. He doesn't care. It's not featured on a nine-segment dynamite. He just wanted to say... Nick Wayne's moi. Correct. I know what Christian Cage might do tonight. Full sex with Nick Wayne's mom. Nope. Where is it? Dallas. Von Eriks. <gasps> no, they can't. The Von Eriks, yeah, are all returning to Dallas. Go on. That's going to be unbelievable, by the way. If the if the the absolute limit of this for me and my taste would be the Von Eriks come out, you get the yeah. ten nine eight. It's like stomach dropping to your it. arse feeling. Mm-hmm. That the, the visual gag of the microphone going up to the mouth and then instant claw to the I face. Claw. I think that's what they do. It's like, uh, he, can't, he doesn't have to say a word. Yeah. He doesn't have to say one single word. They come out, they've cut a lovely promo. The crowd are going banana because it's the Von Eriks in Dallas. It's gone perfectly. Anyway, it's been a great night. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's what you do. Everybody gets the joke out, getting the joke, and he gets he his doesn't have to say to a single thing. Mm. That's the best way of and having it. And it's an iron claw, and they've got the promotion. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Having your cake and eating it, yeah. too. 
Uh, we are going to hear from the Golden Jets tonight, Sitch. I wonder if it's, I wonder <laughs> if it's going to be a in-ring segment because of six matches, and some of them you have to create the illusion that the main event at least could conceivably go 20. Otherwise, you, you know, screw the pooch. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we're going to get any in-ring stuff, so maybe just... Sometimes they say, we hear from, and it's like 10 seconds with Lexi now. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? So maybe it's that... But this needs some juice, this. Aye. I was talking about this with Murray. I s- stumbled upon my take of how things should go. In general. If you get so basic so far. So what's happened is, right, the Golden Jets have become number one contenders at the expense of the Young Bucks. And they might come back into the story. This phase of the story is extremely, extremely dry as basic as professional wrestling gets. I drank a cup of Chris Jericho's Golden Jet once. The baby <laughs> faces become the number one contenders. The heels think, no. Bit scared of them, never would say that, but I'm going to manifest this fear. Cut this threat off at the knees, cheat, get a, get a nice cheap advantage for ourselves, and beat them up one by one and try and take them out before we get to the match. That's... Uh, Basic and dry. You can do basic and dry, right? If you promo the hell out of it and create the idea that you really care. you can. Uh, so it's either that or some really cool, intricate, elite-style storytelling like MGF versus CM Punk. Either something really narratively ambitious. These are the two things I like. Really narratively ambitious or incredibly simple premise articulated wonderfully by excellent promo work. So as stacked as this is, I would hide this in the ring. Hide oh, this in the ring for the live. Mm. Oh, that's a bare knuckle fight. Oh, we, done well. Yeah, we've not had the, the date. It's not confirmed for like World's End. No, but it's clearly happening there. I was going to say, when did they? Uh, the Young Bucks won the, the the title shot at Wrestle Dream. Yeah. So that was October. Mm-hmm. And then lost it. Yeah. I, I need to by the end of the year. Huh? The, the title shot. Oh, wow. Well, uh, this is good at World's End. It yeah. obviously is. Just, just the confirmation of that possibly. They tonight. battered. So they battered Chris Jericho with like backstage, didn't they? So backstage, they injured him. Uh, so they, he wasn't there to help uh, Kenny. They gave us a glimpse of Kenny and Big Bill. I want the singles match before the tag match, please. Kenny Mega versus Big Bill on a dynamite next Ooh. week. Yes, please. Um, like, I love it when he tries to get them. Other than Satnam saying, which you did it with relative ease. Kenny trying to hit the one winged angel on a big unit is always fun. Yeah, I'm not saying this is an upgrade, but Don Callis has said. Much to my frustration, it's not over with the Golden Jets. Uh, two things on that. Does that mean we'll get Powerhouse Hobbs Jericho 2 one day, just so Jericho can get his win back? But also, <laughs> could that mean that they, they've been announced, but Big Bill and Ricky Starks haven't? And they, for the most part, have lived on collision. So maybe mm. this is just the Golden Jets' free pass to say what they want tonight, and Kenny Omega's, oh, I'm going to fight you, Big Bill. Um, but Don Callis knows they're there and brings the Callis family to Dynamite, and they take out Chris Jericho. And and at this point, truthfully, it's just a like-for-like replacement. And it's the Golden Lovers versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks at the pay-per-view. And Jericho gets a Christmas off or something. Like, the continued injuries of Chris Jericho means that he's not there to help. Like, are there people pining for this specific arrangement of wrestlers in a tag match? Like, I'm... Kenny well, Hobbs and Takeshi. No, just Kenny Mager and Jericho fighting for the belts. It's 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 just okay, isn't it? That's like, right. It's just uh, it's a waste of Kenny. Did he see his? Uh, oh my god! What if Hangman Page steps in instead? Forget what I said about Ibushi. He's finished. Yeah. Like Hangman Page steps in to I team with Kenny Omega. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the belts. At I love end. that as an but idea, but I just don't. I think they've done too much of. Oh, he got a replacement recently. Jericho. Yeah. Jericho putting himself forward as someone who could be replaced. <laughs> yeah. Never happening. Yeah, Absolutely right. never happening. Absolutely naive. Get your head out the cloud stuff there, Michael Hamlet there. <laughs> um, I, it's not doing much for me, this. this. Kenny Omega got the best quarter hour against Ethan Page on collision. Did he? Aye. I mean, like, he's got to be a single star. Grab him by the scruff of the neck. Not had enough for the five years. <laughs> We've not yeah, had enough. Not had enough. The worst thing is it was good when it happened. Mm. Facial expression against Sunny Kiss. Belt collector. collector. Do you know what the capital of Thailand is? I mean, it's just the best. He was the best. And one knuckle sandwich for Jungle Boy. <laughs> and another knuckle sandwich for Jungle Boy. I was watching the bit when he first won the... Uh, Non-sports nomads. The, the yeah. mega championship. And he was like, I think we're going to rename this. The Omega <laughs> <Yeah>. Championship. <laughs> On fire, pal. 
<laughs> and we allow them to replace us, Jericho, if Kenny Omega says, you got a boo-boo on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about arguably the most important part of tonight's AEW Dynamite. And uh, if I just check my notes. Check my notes. Just check my notes. Yeah, it's just the one women's match. Uh, oh, no. Not again. <laughs> Literally not another yeah, one. Not another one. <laughs> yeah, don't even have another match. Uh, a returning Grijo riots against Ruby. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, don't do that. It's yeah. despicable behavior. <laughs> Riho versus Ruby Soho. I mean, I was going to say, how did you see this one going? Riho wins, right? Riho wins because it's been established that she will imminently wrestle Tony Storm. The intrigue therein lies in... Kind of ran out of traffic there. <laughs> the match quality, the prospective match quality, uh, Ruby Riot has not been good in AEW. Like, I don't th- like, there's, she's had some disasters. Or she's had some really, really middling efforts. I don't think she's had a great match. I think that the character stuff that she's doing at the moment is bottom of the barrel sh- <laughs> And tell us what you really think. I really think it's been a major disappointment. A major disappointment. Um, four Continental Classic matches on tonight's show, which means four matches guaranteed to not have any, well, supposedly guaranteed not to have any interference. Ruby Soho's romance. I, I like this thing. I think it's that's giving, because giving it's like, it's much like it's, it's much like WWE. Oh, that's what wrestlers need. Stuff to do. Yeah. On all the travel and the ride and the roads. But get them a Switch. Yeah. yeah. Get them an MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> they can do that. They, they can have <laughs> MP3 <laughs> player. <Yeah. laughs> Go here, subscribe to LimeWire, I'll f*** off. <laughs> That's what they can do. Ah, oh, give the rest of something to do. I just got something he can No, do. hang on. <laughs> I don't mean the literal act of them having full sex. I mean, AEW, with the Continental Classic, and with all the titles, too many of them, but with all the titles in the Continental Classic, it is establishing a sort of a rankings without rankings again, isn't it? Here are the people, like MJF's got a belt, or the people like it or not, and most people don't. But, like, there's the top program for the, all the marbles. And then you've got the Continental Classics, the best of the rest, pretty much. That's what we were told. Uh, even Brian himself was confused as to why Kenny wasn't in it. And then you've got tag titles and trios and whatever. And then, like, well, like, what are we, chop liver? And it's like, oh, well, like, yes. But you're the most interesting chop liver because are you in love with him? And is your group going to leave you behind? It just, it's the bottom rung stuff, but it's not bottom of the barrel. There's a difference. Like, to me, there is not. If Ruby Soho can beat Riho, which she won't, which she will not, then she's in line, not in line for a title shot. She just gets one because that's the women's division. <laughs> yeah, but theoretically, she'll she get one whether she loses five on the bounce. Yes. She's in line, if all of this was credible, she's in line for, <laughs> she's in line for a title shot. And by the way, this new love has really like bolstered her confidence and her ability. And it's a character trait that she has been improved by. A, she's going to lose. By, I, know she, I know she's going to lose, but that's because of this Soraya involvement in it. She says she's not going to be ringside for it tonight. And Ruby's like, well, I don't care. I don't need you. I've got Cool Han Ange and he's going to come out and then Soraya's going to come out. going to come out anyway. And there's going to be all this boot off and that's going to distract Ruby Soho and Rio's going to win. And she's going to be like, look, I'm trying to better myself here. Like, and you're doing this. That's like something for them to do. <laughs> I don't to, want to circle the, back. Get an MP3 player. No, but like, he's got. Did I, did I stutter? He's got a fucking hundred wrestlers with now going on. Well, like Ruby Soho's a level above don't the hundred wrestlers. Don't use them. No, she isn't. Well, she's not been good. Who's in like, a be- at all? No, I don't mean. I don't mean like in terms of the matches. They've been terrible. I mean in terms of like storylines and characters. She's got more going on than like like twenty guys. Like but I'm saying, she shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and neither should Cool Hand Ange get to Kester on this goddamn television <laughs> yeah. program. Yeah. Nice I'd to see Rio back, but I worry about the match quality because I think Ruby's... And I feel bad, like... Yeah, she just hasn't really delivered. Mm. I feel like I'm punching down. She doesn't seem like a bad person at all. No. But uh, she's just not... Uh, she's not really performed. But the I'd, rather, I'd rather some wrestlers kept busy than loads not. I think that's why I'm, like, giving this one a pass. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. Takeshita is a great example. Well, what's, what's happening with Takeshita? Mm. That's a fine example. But like, ultimately, I'm not going to cry for the ones that aren't getting pushed. I'm just glad to see some that are. Okay. 
Well, the result of the match is not in doubt, but I'll tell you what is. But before we get to the uh, name of the game, we should get to the aim of the game. Yeah, we should get to the aim of the game. And the aim of the game is uh, to correctly identify to the hour, minute, and second the first time you hear the first note for the first woman's entrance team to arrive for the only match on Dynamite. We do this just to you know, italicize, underscore, put in bold, just how obligatory this is, how token it is. Oh, everyone will just complain if we don't put the women on. And that's what it's felt like for far too long. And this worked a lot better when it was always between 123 and 125 hour and minute. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the game. We're trying to get the, get the times just to really say, ah, it's the same every week, isn't it? <laughs> it's the same bollocks every single week, okay? That is the aim of the game. And the name of the game as well. This is ladies night. And I'm thinking, oh, what a night. Uh. <laughs> and it's a huge ladies' night because <laughs> shout as always to Adam Blair and uh, Jose Palomares at the Ho Eleven and at Adam Wilton Four, um, who always take care of the um, uh, data, this sort of thing. Because <laughs> I got seven, doesn't matter. Um, Michael Sidgwick is on eleven correct guesses for the year. Michael Hamlet is on ten correct guesses for the year, and this is the final. Ladies' night of the year. Stakes on stakes on stakes. Who won that match? Oh, you were this. Yeah. <laughs> How do you want to do this? Well, who won it last week? A hamlet. Well, it's obviously that's. Oh, I would change the rules. Oof. Why would we change the rules? Mm. I'm gonna go zero hours, zero minutes, zero seconds. They're opening the show, baby, because I wanted to do a straight, straight shootout. Well, it wouldn't be that. It would yeah. be Excalibur rundown. This. Dynamite. Imagine they do. So. This dynamite no. is as traditional as it gets with card layout, I think. So I'm going to go. The main event. Hmm? Oh, Swerve. Yeah, sure. But yeah, Swerve Moxley. Uh, so I'm going to go with 123. Oh, it's a good time. And 45 seconds. Think about the numbers. Think about it. Oh, that's it. 123 and 45 seconds. All right. I lose Vega. Right. Like who? So you're actually going for zero zero zero? Yeah, I want. I, I want it. I don't want to get any muddying of the waters here. It's Hamlet and Sidgwick. The showdown. <laughs> <laughs> knew it. So Off with these saying that he's trying to pull out. I can't now. Doing it. Let's see, man. Natural habit. <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> As I promised the other viewers on CBS and Overrun, I don't know why I'm doing Regal's voice, but it's <laughs> helping, so I'll keep doing it. Uh, he's a five-minute Overrun, therefore, to create the illusion that I could go to a title of a draw, a match will begin at the very latest, or even earliest, uh, uh, one hour, 45 minutes. Uh, you account for a commercial break and entrances. So you're looking at the... Uh, One twenty five. <gasps> this is why well, stay up and watch this. It's <laughs> <laughs> Christmas party tomorrow. How are we doing that? There's the hush tones. I've done it for you. One twenty five. Twenty eight. I know what you're thinking, but wait a second, Adam. Which Adam? Because. Will no will one. Well, if Michael Hanfler gets this correct, that's 11 all, and there's no more Dynamite previews and reviews for the rest of this year. Oh. But Adam Blair <laughs> has come through, and he said he's got a tiebreaker for me. Oh, man, yeah. Have you seen the tiebreaker? I have not, actually. I've not, and I Is also, it like a quiz or what? I don't know. Um, but I have uh, also not opened... Thank you for the sending this, by the way, Adam Blair. But I've not opened the package with the trophy in it. That will be on the YouTube video tomorrow. Nice. So one so is the tiebreaker in the package? Or possibly, I could. I, I'll should probably double check that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm really excited. Don't get me wrong, I'm really, really, really excited for Swerve Marks. But I'm going to be going. <laughs> <laughs> when's when's it's a bit too wrestlingy? That when's Rio's music gonna hit? <laughs> so excited for this. Yep. In it. I know this would be hard, like difficult. I do kind of want to go to, to a tiebreaker. So if they can, if they do the women in the, in the first hour, huge pap in the Willborn household. Actually, not too close in the first hour. That's because you're the oh, one that knackers it. 
I've sent the text message to myself. <laughs> uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of AW Dynamite. Winter is coming. Oh. Uh, on at Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, take a follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflat at Michael Hamflat. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, the NXT review is available right now. We'll be back tomorrow to preview, no, to review AEW <laughs> Dynamite. All going well. But for now, my thanks to Hamlet Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 